Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my newest podcast episode, I'll update you on the recent performance of the high-flying energy drink brand Celsius. But before we get started, I would love if you took 56 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. Are growth vibes at Celsius Holdings drying up? Or is this desert oasis as lush as Greenland? Or was it Iceland that's green? Mighty Ducks fans too, experts, I really need your help. I'll get to some of my thoughts around that introductory question statement a bit later in this content, but as I normally do with my quarterly financial content of publicly traded functional CPG brands, I will use the recently filed earnings report notes I took from listening to the earnings conference call and any relevant publicly disclosed news. In this case, it's the 2023 quarter one period ending March 31st, 2023 for Celsius Holdings to obviously update you on the performance of the Celsius energy drinks, but also use it as a backdrop to discuss market insights within the broader energy beverage category. That being said, let's start with some revenue numbers to kind of set that foundation. In this quarter, Celsius Holdings had revenue of $259.9 million, which was up 95% year over year, and maybe more impressively up 46% on a quarter over quarter sequential basis. This is also the first time in company history that they exceeded $200 million in quarterly revenue. Breaking out the revenue geographically, North American sales were $248.6 million, which was up 101% year over year. This doubling of growth was driven by increases in distribution points and SKUs per location, as well as some benefit from increased days inventory outstanding at the PepsiCo mixing centers. Speaking of Big Blue, net sales to PepsiCo amounted to $156.5 million in the quarter. An additional kind of cool data point shared by Celsius, according to IRI last 52-week data ending March 26 of 2023, Celsius was again the number one brand driver of growth in the energy drinks category. Celsius was responsible for 23% of the category growth, driving $552 million in incremental sales over the year. And instead of covering the international portion of sales fully right now, be patient because I have some deeper insights to share in the final part of this content. Now, if you've consumed my Celsius content in the past, this next section is usually much more robust, but because of the August 2022 distribution and investment deal with PepsiCo, things have gotten a bit more simplified from the perspective of Celsius and cloudier from my perspective. But it's all good. There's still some retail and distribution updates to go through that I think are extremely important and insightful for anybody that's kind of paying attention to this. First and foremost, the entire DSD distributor transition was complete by year end. So Celsius is fully within the PepsiCo distribution system in this quarter. In terms of consumption growth, SPINS data for the period ending March 26th of 2023 
shows that Celsius grew 124% year-over-year over the last four weeks and 129% year-over-year over the last 12 weeks. That's significantly larger than the broader energy category, which grew 12.4% year-over-year over the last four weeks and then 15.5% over the last 12-week period. In addition, according to the trailing four weeks of IRI spins all track channel data for the period ending March 26th of 2023, Celsius is now securely the third largest energy drink brand in the category. Its market share went from 3.7% in the first quarter of last year to now 7.5%. Celsius energy drinks are now carried in over 215,000 locations in the United States, and the average items carried per store has increased exponentially since the PepsiCo partnership, with Celsius sitting at 13.6 items per store compared to 8.6 the previous year. All of that leads us to the brand's all-commodity volume percentage now being just over 95% compared to slightly under 70% in the previous year. Additionally, in the convenience stores, which, as you know, is the granddaddy of them all in terms of the sales channel for energy drinks, Celsius has seen its ACV increase to 93.4%, which is absurdly up on a year-over-year comparative basis from last year. CEO John Feldley noted that the company was quite amazed at how quickly the ACV has come together. Internally, they believed that it would take potentially another 12 to 18 months to get to that 95% ACV. So with the current velocity numbers, better placements in locations, and potentially getting to like 15 to 17 items per store by the end of the year, Celsius could be looking at 10% market share in the energy drinks category. One last note on positive traction at Celsius, and I'm a big believer that you must win in your backyard first to have any meaningful chance at replicating that nationally in the future. And Celsius is doing that. With IRI track channel data for the last four weeks showing 21.7% market share in Miami. Now, moving on to a sales channel I always want to mention, and that is e-commerce, and specifically Amazon. I know I kind of sound like a broken record, but my belief is that the digital channel is the next frontier of beverage retailing, and having a long-term integrated sales channel strategy needs to be centered around it. This has been an area of huge strength for Celsius Holdings over the last few years, so they totally understand what I'm talking about. They are now firmly the second best-selling energy drink brand on Amazon behind only Monster Energy. In the latest quarter, Celsius reported generating just under $22 million in Amazon revenue. That's up 58% year-over-year, and it means that Amazon accounts for almost 8.5% of the total Celsius Holdings revenue, which is quite impressive for a beverage brand. Another kind of alt channel I wanted to highlight was food service, which now makes up about 10% of the energy drink brand's total revenue. Celsius is seeing growth opportunities in the food service channel as they've expanded to over 3,000 colleges and healthcare locations in the United States. They also are driving authorizations with key PepsiCo customers, such as the travel brands like Marriott and Hilton, plus airport segment and casinos, which are all incremental to the brand. The other sales channel I wanted to give some additional color to is within the wholesale clubs like Costco, Sam's Club, and BJ's Wholesale. In this quarter, Celsius sold $46.5 million in energy drinks through the club channel, which 
is up 77% year over year. Specifically, Costco accounted for 13% of the total Celsius revenue in this first quarter. That's a lot of energy drinks being sold through wholesale clubs, but I think there's substantial runway in the club channel left for Celsius. It could be about $250 million in 2023, which does have some margin impacts though to Celsius as gross margins are typically lower because of the channel's pricing model, but also that costs are a tad higher with irregular pack sizes. Next, I want to shift into covering an SG&A area that I briefly mentioned in the last Celsius quarterly content. With all of the sales growth, Celsius must find balance in marketing initiatives as they level up. Everyone knows they have cash, a big name behind them, and a desire to keep public markets happy with growth. That mix can be a money pit if not managed right. In this quarter, Celsius had marketing and advertising expenses of approximately $31 million, which was up more than double from their prior year. Again, I'm not here to really nitpick spends, so instead, let me focus on two areas that I potentially see as positives going forward. When I was scrolling Instagram the other day, I noticed Celsius was promoting a university program. I've built a few of these programs for consulting clients, so I can tell you that these types of grassroots marketing efforts can be extremely rewarding, especially when you consider what I mentioned before about food service and Celsius growing extensively in some of those university accounts. But if you don't believe me, just ask Red Bull that invented this college marketing program decades ago. Additionally, Celsius Holdings inked a deal with Formula One's Ferrari team being a part of really like motorsports marketing is like a badge of honor for these energy drink brands kind of telling everybody that they've arrived. What I like about F1 though is not only is it growing in the US market because of Netflix, but it's a global sport, which transitions well into what's going on with Celsius internationally right now and in the future. In the last quarter, Celsius had international revenues of $11.4 million, which was up 15% year over year. While Celsius reported that year over year increase in Q1 for the markets outside of North America, they did see a slight decline from last quarter. I've mentioned this a few times in previous content, but this hasn't been smooth sailing for the energy drink brand that did acquire its Nordic distributor in late 2019 and formed a joint venture with its Chinese partner. With rocky elements coming from the global supply chain, geopolitical tensions, and the strong US dollar, Celsius has smartly kind of focused its attention and resources on fueling the insane growth within the domestic market. But that's going to start changing soon, or at least that's what I predict. For one, PepsiCo is the energy drink brand's preferred global distributor, with PepsiCo being the second biggest in terms of beverage distribution globally, there's significant opportunities to capitalize on that global scale. The first largest global beverage distributor is obviously Coca-Cola. And if you kind of look at how it helps Monster Energy, international sales make up 37% of that brand's total revenue. Now, it's kind of apples to oranges comparison because Monster Energy has a collection of internationally specific brands for those markets, but international makes up only 4.4% of the total Celsius revenue. So regardless of not having like any cheaper portfolio brand options for those international markets, even a decent go-to-market strategy in the different markets that are popular for energy drinks should yield strong results in 2024 with the help of PepsiCo. 
I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. 